The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Happy holidays. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. But one thing I want to say to you, Raider Nation, is I see a sign. I see a sign. That's right, I see a sign in high 80 saying, Al Davis, get your shit together, partner. There's that and much more here on show 257. That's right, Raider Nation. Welcome to our show. We have a pretty good show for you today, I'm sure. I'm not sure. I'm never sure if it's a good show or not. So today's show will be a sign of things to come. We're going to talk about the post game for the Cowboys and uh, how I feel about that game. We're certainly going to hit the pregame for the Steelers. You got to feel the truth. You got to hear the truth. And you got to know the truth about this game. And then, we'll, of course, we'll hit the Raider Nation podcast. Boomline! That's right. Will you guys throw your bones? Tell us how you're feeling. It's nice to know we're all on the same page. Uh. Well, before I get too far into the show, I just want to tell you, if anybody's got a couple extra dollars out there, the Raiders are trying to sell 10% of the team. That's right. You can believe it's probably a bargain basement price. You can get 10% of the Oakland Raiders and say you have 10%. You can put it on the wall. You can take a certificate and wipe your ass with it. Uh, Whatever you want to do with it, you can't have 10% of the Oakland Raiders. Just come up with a couple dollars. I think Al Davis is freaking out for money. Um, I think that shows from the attendance, shows from the sales of merchandise. The team is suffering. Of course, we all know winning cures everything. I'm sure Al wants to win, but uh, he's hurting right now. We got a lot of guys to sign next year, and he's going to have to come up with some serious moolah. So 10% Raider Nation, get on out there, send him a letter, send him a card, give him a call, buy 10%. If you do, I'd like to know who it is. (laughs) Well, I know you didn't want to hear it, and you have to hear it. The Cowboys. Post game. Uh. How about them cowboys? 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 We are them cowboys. How about them cowboys? Well, need I say more? We lost. The thing about this game that I thought was probably not as terrible as we've lost in the past is at least the first quarter. Uh, A little bit more than that, the defense held them. The defense was doing a great job. The offense was sputtering, having a hard time. Of course, Hamza Stone was out there. Chaz Schillen dropped a couple of good balls. Uh, Of course, our wide receivers, nobody was really catching very much. And our running game, of course, was it was okay. Uh, Justin Fargus did a great job um, slashing and dashing, but we just didn't have enough. We got behind early, and that was it. The defense came in hard. Cornell Green. Call him gangrene because he stinks. Skinks like a rotten limb. The guy was a virtual door for DeMarcus Ware. Every time he came in there, he took down. And actually, our offensive line was horrific. Our Gradkowski had no time to throw the ball. If he would have had just another two seconds, we would have had a different outcome to this game, I'm sure. Because the defense wouldn't have gotten tired out. We wouldn't have gotten behind early. There you go. The other problem I see was the defense. Defense was very excited. They're very emotional about this game. And they came to play. You could tell they were ready to play football. The problem was they were a little too excited. When it came down to crunch time, they were missing their gaps. They were missing their protections. They were just missing everywhere. Namdi says it, and and I mean it. And and actually, you know what? I'm going to go over this right now because Namdi Asamoah came out big time um, in an interview because I think he's emboldened. I think that Nambi thinks and knows that he's he's golden because Al's not going to get rid of him. He's a great defensive back. Of course, Woodson went through a lot of trouble, and he got traded, so I can't say too much here. I don't want to see Asamoah leave, but, man, the guy's telling it like it is. I love the guy because of his character and his honesty. The defense, the four-man front from the Flintstone era 
and the man-to-man coverage from the Flintstone era. And I don't mean that that is a bad setup. I just mean playing it every down is absolutely ridiculous. When Marshall's been able to do his thing and spread his wings, things happen. But I'm telling you, Raider Nation, this defense is all about Al Davis, the way it's structured, the way they they pre-game, they pre-plan for games. There is no imagination in this defense, and you guys know it. Nambi knows it, and it's only when there is some imagination thrown in there that we have results. And I'm sure Marshall will not be here, and you could put this in the bank. He will not be here next season because I know that he has too much pride to put up with Al's bullshit and Al telling him how the defense is going to be. That is exactly the problem here. For now, he's getting paid. I bet you he goes somewhere else and gets paid because he ain't going to stay here unless he's got no other choice. Marshall's a great defensive mind and yet another tactic to bring fans into the fold. It wasn't about changing the defense. The Marshall plan is all about the Al plan because Al makes all the moves on defense. The entire Raider Nation understands that. Long story short, with the Cowboys, our defense became vanilla And uh, that's all that happened. They came right on us, and they worked us over, and and we had no offense. And they came after Gradkowski, and the offensive line was just beat up and pulverized. And don't give me the horse shit excuse about us having a short week. Because they had a short week, too. And there's no reason that we couldn't come in here and play a good game. This was a necessary win for the Raiders. If we were going to do anything at our division, this was the move right here. I've been saying it for a long time. Every game's important, but please, this is crunch time. And guess what? We've been crunched. We're not going to go anywhere. If we make 500, I will be astounded. Never happen. Never going to happen here, Raider Nation. And that's the way it's going to be. And that's the way this game was. It was not, you know, the first quarter. I was feeling it. And then slipped into, well, psychotic coma, uh, like all of you, not wanting to turn it off, but not wanting to watch it. I'm telling you, man, the Raider Nation's fucking bipolar. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, there's something wrong with us. It's terrible, man. It's like torture, huh? I laugh my ass off anytime I talk to a Raider fan. And everybody, we always laugh because... You can't turn it off, then you can't turn your head, but you sure as hell don't want to see it. <laughs> oh, gosh, this too shall change someday. That's the, all the hope of the Raider Nation, of course. Al's done it for us before, so we just hope when he comes out with something, and you know what, what he needs, and that's going to lead me into the next story. Aight? I see a sign. There is a sign. I see a sign. Yeah, a sign the I-80 says, Al Davis will get you a shit straight, partner. <laughs> I love it. Well, Raider Nation, it took a 22-year-old from Erie, Pennsylvania, Raider fan to the core, a Jared Stazinski, Zawinski. <laughs> I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but the doggone guy got together a site. Just tell Al.com, excuse me, message to Al.com. Let me get it straight here. Randy's going to get mad at me. Message to Al.com. Message to Al.com. It's a grassroots uh, effort here to tell Al what the hell we think. This guy got together with a bunch of other Raider fans that make it, made it come together towards a goal of 50,000 signatures. He has over 25,000 now and has been able to put up a huge billboard on the I-80 just before you get to the Coliseum that says, Please, Al, hire a GM. It's pretty damn cool. I'm sure you've seen the sign. If you haven't, you have to check it out. It's a great statement. Not that it might do anything, but it sure as hell makes me feel better as a Raider fan. I think the guy's got the right idea, and I think maybe just this alone will show the Raiders organization that, hey, man, there's a whole community on the Internet. We're not just separate fans bitching to each other at the supermarket or at the ball game. 
We are all the fans together on the internet, getting it down, getting together, making our voices heard, man. This is a first. I'm telling you right now. It's a first in Raiders history that we have been able to, as a Raider nation, come together and express how we feel about the management of this team. I think it's freaking great. I'm glad I contributed myself because you just have to do it. If you feel it, you just have to do it. And I feel it, and it's great. It might not do a goddamn thing, but it makes me feel better as a fan that Everybody in the Raiders organization has to drive by there on the way to Alameda in your face if you don't get it. That's right. Let their friends, their neighbors, their family, everybody that know them, ask them the question, what about the sign? What about the sign? I hope they get freaking bombarded with that fucking sign. Matter of fact, it'd be great if that sign fell on John Herrera's car while he was going out to lunch with Mike Taylor. That would be a great sign. (laughs) And that is that. Well, Ritter Nation, I just want to say something real quick because uh, it's important to say because it makes a big difference to me and probably you because you are Raider Nation. Six Raiders were among the semifinalists of the uh, Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Fame. There were 25 in the class of 2010, and the Raiders made up six. That's pretty damn good. And here they are. Cliff Branch, wide receiver, 1972 to 1985. Cliff's corner, man, right there in the Coliseum. The guy was a phenom, a phenom. Great receiver. I hope he gets in. Timmy Brown, man, downtown Timmy Brown, wide receiver. Kick returner, 1988 to 2003. The ultimate Raider. The guy was a class act to the very end, no matter what. The guy stood tall, did his job, kept his mouth shut, and did a great job for the Raiders and is one of the very few players that could be called Mr. Raider. Roger Craig, running back, 1991. Now, he's not a real Raider, but he was there when Art Shell's season. He was part of Al Davis, you know, infatuation with the former Niners. We got a lot of Niners. We got Ronnie Lott. got a lot of guys, but he's on there too, and he's considered a Raider, believe it or not. Ray Guy. How many times do we have to see Ray Guy in the Hall of Fame inductee possibility? They got to put this guy in the fucking Hall of Fame and get it over with. Best punter ever, 1973 to 1986. Guy's career average of 42.4. Ranked 28th today, but at the time, he was phenomenal. I think this guy deserves it more than anybody else. But alas, I'll tell you, he probably ain't going to make it. And it is a goddamn shame. He defined the punter in this sport. Lester Hayes, Mr. Smiles. I love Lester Hayes, man. Any picture you see, man, that guy's got a smile to beat the band, man. Happy dude. Good dude. I've I've met him before. I did an interview with him. 1977-1986. He changed the entire cornerback position. Rule changes. They had to change the rules for him. Tell me that that is not (laughs) worth a Hall of Fame induction. When they have to change the game for your play? Re-fucking-diculous. If he doesn't get in the Hall of Fame. And, of course, Jerry Rice, he was only on our team from 2001 to 2004. And the Raiders wouldn't have made it to the AFC Championship Games or the Super Bowl without him. But, you know, he's going in as a Niner. And that's kind of the way that is. Let me just say this, man. Good luck to all the Raiders that are going to the Hall of Fame. It's a shame that we don't have a winning team that can focus more attention on these guys. Because a bunch of riders that were probably crapping green when these guys were playing, really don't have a clue of the type of play that they did. They don't have a, a concept 
about what great athletes they are because they can only compare them to their generation. It's only natural. That's why I think the Hall of Fame should all be voted on by the public and most certainly by the players, without a doubt. Because I think those sports writers I always have, they're full of shit. Excuse my language, but please, I've got a little emotional. Okay, let's go! On to the pregame for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're from Pittstown with that great football team. We cheer the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tomlin's our hero. We're still number one. Go out and get the Steelers. Big Ben, Heath Miller, Santonio, and War. We love you, Pittsburgh Steelers. It's been many years in coming. Just keep that Steelers machinery humming. Raider Nation, you know, it's every time we play the Steelers or every time I even hear the word Steelers, I just flash back to those great games against the Steelers and the Raiders. Just epic battles, man. They were just so, so brutal. For all you youngsters, you can YouTube it or Check out, see if you can find any film of those games. I'm sure it's available. But they were epic contests and just brutal football. Some of the best I've ever seen in my life to this day. Just emotional, you know, pride-driven games. Crazy. That's how I think about those games. But it's definitely not what we've had in the last six seasons. We beat them once, of course, in Archell era when we uh, only won two games for the entire season. I hate to remind everybody of that, but that was one of the two games we won. Pretty doggone cool, I think. We uh, definitely had no chance of winning, and for some reason, Shell brought it, and so did the Raiders, and, you know, that that is that. I'd love to say, Raider Nation, that we're going to win the game. I know how we could win the game. We could win the game if our wide receivers caught the ball, if they ran correct routes and crisp and actually thought about their position, were flexible and came back to the quarterback at times when he was panicked, and our running offensive line will blow some holes, which I doubt seriously, but this is what it's going to take to win. Protect the quarterback and keep the run game going. Well, I'd love to say it's going to happen, but I just don't see it, and this is why. The Steelers are on a three-game losing streak, and they're a damn good team. On those three losses, they lost by 12 points in three games. That's 12 for all three games total. Now, of course, the Chiefs already beat them in overtime. A fluke. They're not going to let that happen again, and they need to get back on track. They're 6-5, and five, and they are wanting blood. The Steelers' defense got 25 sacks on the boards, folks. That means our fresh quarterback, our new quarterback, who's very good out of the pocket, is going to be out of the pocket, uh, way out of the pocket, all day. Radkowski's going to be running for his ass constantly because the Steelers are going to bring it. They have the best run-stopping defense in the NFL. The best. So what does that give us? That gives us the pass. And Darius Hayward bust, need I say more? The hands of stone, will they show up? You bet your ass they'll show up, and they'll be playing first slot. What a waste of fucking time. Now, I, <laughs> I'd i love to be positive, man. You know, there's times when I am, but I see this game as a, it's a no-brainer. I don't want anybody to get emotional, but come on, man. We've only won one road game this season. We've lost four. That doesn't give me very much confidence in a team that can't win on the road, one, and then go into a championship team with Ben Roethlisberger back, two. We gave up 494 yards against the Cowboys, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are a better team than the Cowboys. Now I know, I know. We could win any game. We beat the Eagles, and we did beat the Bungles. 
This is gonna not gonna be one of those games. The Eagles and the and the Bungles were at home, folks. This is away. Pittsburgh is a second in the AFC North. We are fourth in the AFC West. You know, there's there's some staggering numbers here. They have running back Parker and Mendenhall are brutal. And they have an offensive line that's just brutal. And they force the run on you. And and our team is the worst run defense in the league, man. Uh, it, it is it is blatantly obvious. I mean, come on now. The rushing yards allowed each game 161.1 average a game. That that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. 215 yards in passing allowed. That's ridiculous. You know what I mean about you know exactly what I'm saying about our defense. It's it's vanilla. There will be no winning defense without Davis at the helm ever. Ever. In order for that to happen, we'll have have to have the best front four in history. And the best wide receiver uh cornerbacks and safeties in history. And those days are gone, Al. You you have to play with what you have. You have to mix up your defense. I'm going off on a tangent, but shit. We got some players and if we play them smartly, we could have a great defense. But we don't. We put up 10.5 points a game. 10 and a half points a game. 130.1 yards a game, 104.3 yards rushing per game, 130.1 passing per game. It's just not going to make it on this team. I mean, you got Heinz Ward, 66 receptions for 854 yards and five TDs. Holmes, 56 receptions, two TDs, 838 yards. 15 yards average for Holmes, 12, almost 13 yards average for Ward after the catch. That's crazy. It's crazy. I just <laughs> I just have to tell you, man. Uh, so I'm going to put those numbers out there because those are the numbers that count in this game. Uh, the the Really, if you take everything and shake it out and you put it in into one real thing, we've won one away game this season. One. And that was against the Chiefs, and we freaking barely won that game. I mean, by a hair, I'm telling you. I was there. I saw it. So did Randy. So, you know... I'm going to watch the game because it's torture because I'm bipolar, obviously, because that's the way it is, man. Uh, and you should, too, just to see what's going on. Maybe we can pull out a win. Who the hell knows? But, you know, from everything I see, from what our team has done, from our coach, yeah, from our coaching staff with his hands tied, what can I say? I could say this. Look at the sign. Look at the sign. <laughs> Al, please look at the freaking sign and do it. You've been promising us a GM for three freaking years, and we ain't got shit. Sorry, I'm a little emotional. Well, that's how I say about the pregame, man. I'll tell you, Gradkowski, I hope he picks it up, man, and, and st- astonishes everyone. I hope our wide receivers catch balls, because if that happens, we got a chance, man. We got a chance. If you see our wide receivers starting to pull the ball in, man, Pittsburgh's going to be flipping out. If we can, if we can do that, we're good. Uh, the run defense on the Steelers is brutal, so um, there's going to be hot to be a lot of short passes. I hope he plays like Gannon and just picks people apart. Well, I don't know. I just hope it happens. You know, I want us to win, but I'm just telling the reality here, folks. It ain't looking good. <laughs> And that is all I have to say about that. All right, it's time for the bone line. Bad the bone. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. 
7181. Tell us how you feel. Tell us what you think. Hey, man, give everybody a holiday greeting. Whatever you got to do, uh, you can put it here on the bone line because we're going to listen to all of them. So uh, check it out. We got a nice uh, little selection for you today. The Raider Nation always brings it. We have Raider Enzo, my brother. What do you got to say? Hi, Raider Greg. This is Raider Enzo up in Seattle. Excited like everybody else. You must be getting millions of calls. Um, I tell you, congratulations to you because uh, you were uh, talking about this game uh, with the Bengals and uh, you had faith in the team. You were laying it out. It was kind of amazing when you listened to it after the game, what you, you know, your confidence and um, what, what you saw in there with the change of the QB was amazing. Uh, of course, congratulations to the Raiders, an outstanding win. Uh, the Bengals might be on their way to the Super Bowl, so, I mean, that is an amazing feat. I think Cable uh, listens to your podcast, man. Your analysis is sublime. Uh, you come with a heavy common sense uh, with everything you say. And just like, for instance, common things like uh, this chess catching, the ball with your body instead of your hands. I mean, that's just uh, fundamental. You'd think everybody would understand that, like coaches would understand that. I'm just watching uh, Monday Night Football here, and I'm seeing Andre Johnson constantly catching the ball with his hands, you know. He'll come across the middle of the field even when the ball's thrown right at his numbers, where most guys would kind of jump up a little bit and catch it with their body. He catches it with his hands, even when he knows he's going to get creamed, which he does. But like you were saying, you know, you can't teach that. You cannot teach that because that's balls. See, that's the baddest dude on your team who can do that shit. Uh, so that's not teachable. And the common sense things like... Uh, I think a lot of these coaches, they want to hire the fastest dudes, you know, Olympic speed, uh, strong guys, big, huge cavemen. And a lot of times it's the guys, the slower guys with the hands who you can count on. It's these other type of dudes. Your quarterback has to be a leader guy like this Gradkowski. The team obviously got fired up around him and uh, backed him up and started to believe in him. And that's more important than being able to throw the goddamn ball, you know, 100 yards through the air. Uh, stuff like that. And it just makes you think, that, you know, Davis and these guys are completely out of their minds if they don't understand what's valuable. This Grakowski looks like a, a corn-fed boy from Ohio, Pennsylvania. Worked for minimum wage because he's happy to play football. And that's better than a huge dude who, you know, wants to make it rain and ride around town in a pink Rolls Royce. Uh, I don't understand uh, why managers can't see these things. Anyway, um, Dallas, uh, they're expecting a big turkey to roll in there for the game on Thanksgiving. And I say we make a big float of a Trojan turkey and then pull that thing in the, into Dallas. And the Dallas fans, will, they'll be laughing at this huge turkey because uh, that's what they're expecting. But out comes the, the new Raiders under this new QB. I think we can pull this off, man. Go Raiders. Well, you know what they say, even a blind squirrel finds a nut from time to time. Now, I thought we could win that game, and you know what? Miracle of miracles. They played very well, and we won that game. But then, of course, we go to the Cowboys and drop a big turd. I appreciate the, all your compliments, man. I really do. Randy and I worked pretty hard to get this thing rolling, so we uh, we glad you enjoy it. Um, and as far as Darius Hayward, hands of stone, what more can I say? And as far as getting speedsters in any position, that is Al Davis's big, big secret. Don't tell anybody. Hasn't worked for us in some time. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Rada Ray serving in our military, brother. Let me tell you, thanks to you, not to me, because you're doing all the work, putting your life on the line, brother. What you got to say? What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? This is Raider Ray, originally from the LA area, currently serving in the Navy, Charleston area of South Carolina, currently on the road, driving about 100 miles outside of uh, Atlanta. It's Thanksgiving Eve, I'm going to uh, a friend's house, spend uh, Thanksgiving with her and her family. Last game against the Bengals, what do you know? We put the $60 million mistake, Jamarcus Busto, on the bench. 
Bruce Gretkowski in there and we're able to actually move the ball. Down by a touchdown, within two minutes, we go 80 yards, score a touchdown, have a quarterback that can throw some accurate passes and get in the end zone, get the momentum going our way, get the fumble on the kickoff, win the game in regulation against a team that just came off beating the defending Super Bowl champions in their home field, and we're able to get the win. Hopefully we can keep that up. Hopefully, you know, that's the kind of thing that we're capable of if we have a quarterback that can actually play the game. Now that Jamarcus is on the bench, hopefully that will continue, especially, you know, we got the Thanksgiving game tomorrow. Uh, the girl who's I'm going to, she's a, she's a Cowboy fan. So uh, it would make for a really good Thanksgiving if we could uh, pull out the victory tomorrow in Dallas, for me at least. I don't know for her. Anyway, just thought I'd uh, call in. Just once again, want to thank you guys for uh, doing the show. Uh, the nation appreciates it. And uh, this is Raider Ray, and that's all I got. I'm out. Yeah, man, you're right. Jabusto on the bench makes a huge difference, even though – uh, our quarterback, Gradkowski's not, you know, the perfect quarterback. He doesn't have an offensive line. That's going to make all the difference. And he has hands of stone. Well, you know, you you cripple the guy right there. But I'm uh, I'm glad to say Dallas Dallas won for you because your sweetheart must have been happy. And you know what? You should have got a little, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Sometimes it's better to make her happy, partner. Anyway, if we had to lose, it was a good time for you. <laughs> Not for me. All right. Who's next? We have Radar Chris from Scranton, PA. And he's got a bone to pick. What's <laughs> up, Raider Nation? It's Raider Chris, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Giving a shout out to Pennsylvania Raider. Sitting here on my Thanksgiving day, watching Dallas and Oakland 24-7 with 11 minutes left. I have to tell you, I don't know where our defense is tonight. Everywhere we look, wide receivers are wide open. Roy Williams just scored that touchdown. There was nobody around him. Tony Homo looks like fucking Brett Favre in this game. Terrible. Our defense is terrible in this game. All these big names, but they ain't doing shit. Michael Huff's the biggest name that I've heard on our defense tonight. I don't know, Raider Nation. I don't know what's going on. Big changes are needed. Gradkowski, he's not having a bad game. 115 yards and a touchdown. But that offensive line ain't giving them no fucking time. Terrible, terrible game. Should be easily beaten, the Cowgirls, right now. We're making Tony Homo look like a superstar right now. I don't know. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And I'll talk to you when I talk to you. I'm out. Ray to Chris, man. You are right on the money, brother. You know, right on the money. With the offensive line not giving them any help. The defense, the no-show. Actually, it's they showed up. They just don't have a scheme, man. It's not the defense's fault. That Al Davis is trying to make a 1970 defense beat a 2009 team. End of story. Thanks for the call, brother. I appreciate it. We have Pennsylvania Radar. Man, he's coming in big today. Big. What you got to say, my brother? What is up, Raider Nation? First, I want to say happy Thanksgiving to all the Raider fans out there. As all you were, I was watching the uh, game, 24-7 to loss. Pretty much sums up our season. We couldn't stop the run worth of shit. And um, it just goes to show how bad our wide receivers are. I thought the offense they played, okay, not great. Uh, Gradkowski, he did all right. Once again, not great. But um, like I said, it just goes to show we need a new wide receiving core and that run defense has been, has been plaguing us all season. So, but what are you going to do? On the upside, it is Thanksgiving, so everyone eat a drumstick for me. This is Pennsylvania Raider, out. Yeah, we need a lot of help on this team. First of all, we should start with who's drafting our players, because we have screwed up the last six draft choices, man. And, yep, you're right. Our offensive line is is, is terrible, and we have no wide receivers. Our defensive line ain't stopping the run. What can I say? Sounds like a common thread up here at Raider Nation. We have a new caller, Raider Bob from Knoxville, Tennessee. The Tennessean. Let's hear you, man. Let's hear what you got to say, brother. Hey, Raider Nation. It's 
Raider Bob from Knoxville. Yeah, the same place where Lane went. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that another time because I'm a first-time caller, and I'm a I'm a pretty recent listener, but I'm, I'm it's like heroin. I've been listening every day to old shows, and it's just misery. But anyway, <laughs> because there's so many losses, and the last few years have been so dismal. And this week, it uh, seems we turned a corner. I, I don't know. I was going to say, first off, uh, I'm an old-time fan. I've seen us win three Super Bowls, for God's sakes. Uh, when when we lost in the last one, it, it was like such a gut punch to me. Uh, I've never actually seen them play live in, in person, you know, in the stadium, in Mecca. And uh, I did, however, get to touch the 76 Super Bowl ring. I met a fellow signing posters he had played back up to Dave Casper and it was uh just something I mean it was like being in a holy land for me but um I'm stretching this way too long I just got through watching the Dallas game uh we didn't have long to bask in that victory uh, from last week but man I haven't been able to sleep since last night or the night before I've just been fired up I listened to your podcast when it came out last night uh my time and uh, <laughs> I was up till 2 in the morning uh, giggling. Man, you, I, that's what I was going to come around to. I want to thank you so much for this. Uh, it's its like soul heal for all of us Raider fans out here who uh, we we need somebody to talk to. And that's how I found you. We won so big with the Bengals. It was such a big turnaround with our kid, the, the kid Gredkowski. And... Uh, I see big things for this guy with our team. Full, just stick with him. I mean, come on. He's not. He showed passion in this game. He he ran for thirty yards on three three. He'd like run for your life, you know. The fucking kid. He he reminds me of Rich Gannon back when he used to kick our ass in Kansas City, and that's why we bought him in the first place. Um, except he's younger, and. Uh, I hope everybody doesn't take this one too hard because I, I, I still think we can pull three, maybe four wins, I don't know, out of this rest of the season. I, I don't think we win in Pittsburgh, but I, if we lose to Washington, I swear to God, I'll uh, I'll just uh, I just don't know what I'll do. Um, I want to I want to thank you both, uh, Greg. You're so funny. Yeah, you've made me laugh. Your laugh is so infectious. You've made me cry with your, I mean, just, I mean, everything, man. I've really enjoyed the show, and uh, I think you've found a lifelong fan in Raider Bob from Knoxville. And that's way too long. I'll be calling back. Uh, I'm out. Thanks, guys. I love you. Wow, man. When we get a we get a bone line like that, Randy and I both call each other, you know, because uh, it's nice to know we touch people. It's nice to know that... Uh, the reason I'm doing this is exactly what you say, man. We got to bring some joy, some laughter, because shit, it's been nothing but shit for seven seasons. Uh, we're still waiting for it to turn around, but you know what? You can't be too serious. Sometimes you just got to be delirious and uh, and kick up some giggles now and then, because that's what it is. Get tired tired of crying, you got to laugh. Uh, thanks for the compliments, Randy, and I take that very seriously. And thanks for the call, my brother. Now, I've been waiting for this call because I knew it was coming, and here it is. We have Raider Boy from Wiley, Texas, man. I am feeling for you, brother. Yeah, this is Raider Boy from Texas. Just calling in, uh, disheartened as usual. Now i got to go back to work tomorrow night and listen to a bunch of mongoloid cowboy fans talked to me about I told you so which as I told them uh, we weren't expected to win that game so we had nothing to lose and uh, that was pretty disappointing there I'm not sure what the defense was doing um, it floors me as many games as many cowboy games as I have to watch which I pretty much watch every game I watch every Raider game and every cowboy game because I'm, I go for the Raiders and I go for anybody who plays against Dallas so uh, it just, time and time again, amazes me how many times Jason Witten is open. Um, that right there, by the way, is what Zach Miller is completely capable of, yet we don't use him. 
I thought Gronkowski, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't think he's the answer, but it's better what we had. But I, I, I'm just totally expecting Russell to start next week for some stupid reason. Um, because I don't know if that was Cable's idea, but Davis will be like, and I'll just do my best impersonation here if I can. Well, Tom, uh, well, anyway, I'm not even going to try to do an impersonation, but the point is is that uh, he's going to say, well, we tried it your way, put the, put the kid back in, and uh, I just I just uh, expect to see Russell playing against the Steelers. I hope not. Um, Ellis, I guess, didn't even go in there. I guess he was hurt in the second half. And, you know, at first, beginning of the game, we're hitting people, causing them to drop balls, and then all of a sudden, um, I mean, we're just they're just throwing these little slants out there and they're just running for daylight forever. And uh, Felix Jones make McFadden look stupid. That's what they do. They suck us in, just like last week. They give you a little hope, and then they just do this. It's just, uh, I think I've seen this movie before, haven't you guys? I don't know. So, now we get to play the Steelers. That's awesome. So, I don't know. I hope Davis, uh, one thing I hope he, he did is he saw what type of stadium that was and realized that he could do something like that. And then... Uh, Hopefully he realizes that to be able to get a stadium like that, he needs to put a winning product on the team. So I know it won't happen, but he needs to get a Gruden or a. He's gonna have to get a good coach. He's gonna have to just turn control loose of the reins because uh, he doesn't realize the last time he won is when Allen and uh, Gruden were in there. Then he's a moron, which I think we already know that. So anyway, I've gone well over my two minutes, and I apologize. But uh, turkey wasn't very tasty today, just because of the game. So go Raiders. First of all, don't make fun of mongoloids. They're not cowboy fans. (laughs) Dude, I feel your pain. Everything you said, the way you said it, and what you think. One thing is Russell ain't coming back this season. He ain't coming back. He ain't going to play the Steelers. He ain't going to play anybody. He is not going to make another penny off Al, I don't believe. Uncapped year next year. I hope we drop him like a turd in the toilet, man. No doubt. Yeah, man, don't be uh, just too discouraged. I know we need a lot, but you are Raider Nation. You're hanging in there. And someday you're going to be able to look at all those cow puke fans and just look at them. You won't even have to say anything. Put up your hand and just keep walking because uh, we're going to kick their ass, and you're going to love it someday. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Rada Robert from San Diego. That would be actually Raider Nation territory because there's a lot of Raider fans in San Diego. But he's down there with the boltless, nutless Chargers. What you got to say, brother? Hey, Raider Greg. This is uh, Raider Robert from San Diego County. Uh, longtime listener, uh, first-time caller. Yeah, I was stupid to get my hopes up after uh, we uh, beat the Bungles, but apparently uh, back at square one again. I thought this uh, whole change in the quarterback situation would have been just squared away, but, you know, it's me thinking way too far ahead. Anyway, um, watched most of the Cowboys game. I shut it off by the third quarter. A lot of issues with the game. I just, I don't get how... I just don't get it. I'm just, there's too many mistakes. I thought our secondary was going to do good, and they they kind of did okay today. But then, like on defense, we're usually good. They weren't stepping up too much. I mean, we made some good blocks, but Roma was converting on third and long, and I just uh, I'm just so frustrated. I don't know how much more of this I can take. But uh, apparently. Everyone in the front office, Al Davis, and their uh, basic cable thinks it's okay. Um, I don't know. I've made the trip up to Oakland to see them play the Chargers. We almost won it. And I just, I, it's something I want to do every year. But if they're going to play like shit and let everyone down, well, you know, why even come? Why even come? I mean, the only thing I can really think of is, with the fucking awesome tailgate parties up there. Anyway, I think I'm done. Just had to throw that shit out there. Ready to rob, I'm out. Well, you're right on a couple things. You're right on the party at the Raider Nation. Um, 
When you come to the Mecca, you know you get down. I don't need to say any more than that. Anybody who's been there knows that. And uh, the other thing is, we're just the bipolar team, dude. You never know who we're going to win, who we're going to beat, what we're going to do. You never know until the game starts, man. That's all you can say because I'm telling you, man, we are the bipolar team of the NFL. We have Rada Maniac. Say hi to Mrs. Maniac for me, will you? <laughs> Let us have it, brother. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Maniac. I just wanted to comment on a couple of things. Uh, first of all, what's up with our linebackers? They're, they've been uh, non-existent for the most part of the year here. I don't understand that. Another thing, why are they putting Sam Williams on the tight end instead of uh, Thomas Howard? He's our best linebacker, period. Fastest, covers better than any of them. I don't understand that either. And the defensive play calling, that's another thing. I can't figure that out. You put pressure on Tony Romo anytime you can, and then that rattles him. We didn't put no. We couldn't get no pressure on that guy, no blitzing whatsoever. Maybe one. Oh, man, just another disappointing loss. But anyway, people are talking about you know drafting a quarterback in this upcoming draft. We should look at one, but not in the first, second, or third round. Maybe around the. You know, possibly the third round, maybe the fourth round, there's there's quarterback out there we need to take a look at. Played four years at the University of Illinois. His name's Juice Williams. He uh, had a total of 10,000 yards of total offense, running and passing. He's a steady player. But anyway, that's all I got to say now. Go Raiders! Well, the reason our defense looks so shitty is because it's run by Al Davis. He's not allowing the blitz packages. He's not allowing that to happen. It's a four-man rush and coverage. Man coverage. That's why we lost, because it was Al Davis's defense, not the Marshall plan. There in lies the problem. Thanks for the call, brother. Raider Bob. From Knoxville, Tennessee. He's back. What you got to say, man? Raider Nation. Raider Greg. Raider Randy. This is Raider Bob from Knoxville. Um, I just wanted to point two things out. Um, First of all, Jamarcus Russell. I don't have how many games. I believe it's nine games. 1,064 yards, two touchdowns, nine interceptions. Now that's 1,000 yards. Bruce Gradkowski started two games, 546 yards, three touchdowns, and three interceptions. And uh, considerably better percentage. Look it up for yourself, guys. Go look it up game for game. It's sick. I mean, what did he do in this game against Dallas where he was really not playing well in the first half but brought it in the second half? And really, honestly, if a couple things go a different way here and there, maybe that's a different game. If those two cats don't collide and the interception goes for a touchdown, the, the interception that never happened that Tyvon Branch could have had, I mean, that's just something where the ball, you know, bad luck. And the only other thing I wanted to say was, wasn't it fitting that – Hayward Busto himself, Darius, Darius Hayward Busto, his first touchdown in the NFL, he caught it with his chest. <laughs> you're laugh. I'm listening to the Texas show right now, and you're killing me. You're, you're making me laugh, man. You're really cracking me up. I love your laugh. I love the show. Thanks so much for the show. Raider Nation, I love you. I, just like I love the Raiders, man. We're a or a brotherhood. You can't describe it unless you're a Raider fan, and you just know it. It's it's inside of you. I'm out. Nobody needs to say a word about Jabusto. He is exactly that, the biggest bust in NFL history. Let's move on. 
And as far as Darius Hayward, hands of stone, of course he cut the ball with his chest. The whole thing is, they made such an accolade, a big deal about him catching a fucking touchdown. That's some bullshit. $23 million, $27 million, whatever it was. That's some bullshit, too. He blows. But he's not a bust yet. If he learns how to catch with his hands, maybe we got something going on. You're going to take a year or two to find out if he's a bust or not, brother. Thanks for the call. We have my good brother, Lou Dog, on the line. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Lou Dog. Uh, just calling in to say how disappointed I am with um, this loss to the Cowgirls on Thanksgiving, nonetheless. Uh, as all of us Raider fans... Uh, Football-wise, we had nothing to be thankful for. Uh, other than football, everybody's probably thankful for their families and their health and their jobs and stuff like that. Because um, I know I, I know I am. Uh, but when it comes to football, man, I have nothing to be thankful for, man. Nothing. Um, these next couple weeks, uh, the last five games of the season, in fact, are... Nothing to look forward to either. Uh, we got Pittsburgh next. Uh, even with the bang of Roethlisberger, their defense will still chew our offense up. No doubt about that. Uh, Washington isn't doing that great, but that's a 50-50 chance of us winning that game. Uh, obviously, uh, our Raider team can find a muster to win a, a game against a playoff contender and then lose another Another game after that, you know, that's I don't understand that. I don't know what the hell, what the hell uh, these players got to do to win consecutive games. I don't know the last time when we had a fucking winning consecutive game streak. You know what? I can't even fucking remember that. Uh, after Washington, we have Denver. That's another loss. They put it to our ass the last time we played them, and they played us at home. Uh, now we got to go to Denver and play there, and. As you can see, they just put it to the watch to the to the Giants' ass. Excuse me. Uh, so that just goes to show what they're gonna do to us when we play them. Cleveland uh, is a win in my book. They're just as bad as us, if even worse. So if we don't come up with W there, then fuck. I don't know what the hell to think. And Baltimore, which would be our last game at home. Sorry to say it, but that's another loss. Yeah, it seems like Baltimore takes it to our ass every time we play them. Uh, as you can tell, my voice not too too happy about this football stuff. Uh, don't have much to say. I just recap uh, the last five games of the season. Uh, we'll see how it goes, and we'll see what happens in the off season. This off season coming up. Other than that, uh, Raider Greg and Randy, you guys are doing a great job with the podcast. I will continue listening on the off season and then to next season 2010 you know what I can't even feel optimistic for the off season either because the last seven years I've been doing this shit and I have had no results so Raider Nation I know we're all down in the dumps right now our team is going through some bullshit but that's not going to stop me from cheering for my team so We'll see. We'll see what happens. So then I'm out. Come on, brother. I know you're down, and I've been down too. You heard me on this show before. But, you know, that's what we're here to do is pick each other right on up. So bring it up a couple notches, man, because you know what? You're probably right about the recap. Pretty good uh, take on who's gonna what we're going to do the rest of the season. That's about how I feel about the whole thing too. Probably everybody else as well. Don't feel bad, man. Don't be down, and don't think that – you know, they're not going to suck you back in because that's where the Raiders are the best. They suck us back in every offseason with promises and this and that and players. And pretty soon you're thinking, hey, hey, maybe we got a chance. <laughs> Seven years worth, huh, brother? Well, you know what? It's going to be 8, 9, 10, 12, 15. We're the bipolar nation. You got to know that by now. Okay, we have the Las Vegas Raider. 
And he sounded a lot like Lou Dog. <laughs> Let's hear you, brother. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Las Vegas Raider. Hey, I just got through listening to the last podcast from the Cincinnati game. This kills me to hear the callers calling in, all happy, thinking Greg saying Gretkowski was the answer. Come on, Gretkowski. My 13-year-old son has a stronger arm than Gretkowski. Gretkowski's not the answer. It's going to have to come to the realization that this is a crappy team with no quarterback. That's the bottom line. Better be hoping that somehow we could get a coach in there that could turn Jamarcus around because as much as you guys want to hate, he's a man. Unless Al Davis wants to bite that 30-something million bucks, he's going to have to come around. At least he could throw the ball to the sideline without the corner being five yards off, see the ball, break on it, and get there before the ball gets there. It's incredible how weak this guy's arm is. Anyway, just when we thought things were going to be okay, started drinking the silver and black Kool-Aid. What do you know? Gretkowski shows his true colors. The Real Raiders come back. Wade Phillips laughs after the game, saying they schemed our little man-to-man defense and ate us up on the big play. 11 plays, 383 yards. The other 40-something plays, they got like 80 yards. It was a joke. People know how to scheme us because our, our schemes are so basic. You know, high school coach could figure out how to beat it. Anyway, another game, another loss, another national TV embarrassment. Oh, well. Maybe next year, not. Maybe the year after. Anyway, I'm out. You got some good points. Hey, Gradkowski is the answer for now. I'm telling you, because Jabusto has got the arm without the head. He's like Jeff George, man. Come on, man. You got to see that by now. He will never be able to throw a pass in the right place. Of course, he could throw the ball through a wall, but he can't find a receiver, dude. He stinks. He will always stink. And he ain't the savory of shit. Sorry to break the news to you, but I will agree with this. Maybe next year, maybe the year after, the team needs some help, but I don't think as much as you say. But thanks for the call, brother. You know, I always like him. Oh, we got another call by Rada Maniac. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Maniac. I was just calling in. I want to speak about the billboard that's been put up regarding Mr. Al Davis. I think that uh, it's a classy move by the Raider Nation to make their opinions heard. I mean seen now, not heard, seen. It's a very classy billboard. I was one of the people that signed the petition to get this thing going. Uh, hopefully, Mr. Davis, with all due respect, I mean, I have nothing but the utmost respect for the man, but it's time for him to take a step back and let this organization move on and to bigger and better things. Uh, you know, we've been in disarray for the past seven years, we all know. Now it's time for us to move on and get back to the top of the AFC West where we belong. Hopefully Mr. Davis will see this billboard and he'll take heed to it. If he cares anything about the fans at all, he will. bring. He's been promising a GM for the past three years now and we haven't seen nothing of the sort. Hopefully he'll bring in a GM, bring in a real coach with credentials that can take us back to the promised land, which is the Super Bowl, and, and and bring in a guy that can actually draft football players instead of track stars and, you know, people like that. We all want to win, and hopefully this will wake Mr. Davis up. Go Raiders! Yeah, well, you know, that's how I started out the show is talking about the sign. And, you know, um, it is what it is. I don't expect shit for it. Trust me. 
Um, he knows exactly what we think. He knows he's promised for a GM. And I'll tell you this, he hasn't hired one because every GM he interviews, I am positive beyond a shadow of a fucking doubt, tells Al that he will run the team the way he wants to. And Al says, oh, no, you won't. And we'll see about that and doesn't hire anybody because there's nobody that wants to take the shit on the plate that Al has to deliver right now. The team needs big time help. And anybody who takes his job knows it's going to be temporary unless he gets to a victory right away. It's going to take a long time. That's the way it is, man. Until Mr. D decides to step down, then uh, we stuck with what we got. So let's just hope. I mean, I hope he gets a GM, but man, every time he's got one, he's fought and fought and fought. All you hear about is the fights and the new coaches, fought with Gruden, fought with Bruce Allen. He fought with every general manager we've had in history because his ego just can't hang. And the older he gets, the worse that problem is. Thus, our present situation. Well, Redder Nation, thank you for paying attention. Thank you for keeping up here with the Raider Nation podcast. I know we've been kind of slow on the uptake as far as the shows go. Sorry about that, but holidays and situations cause things to be the way they are. And that's how it is. I hope we beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, but don't hold your breath. Have a good time. Take some beers. Don't get too emotional about it because we got to think about next season. This season is over. Look for the good. Look for the best. Look for the positive. And don't worry about the naysayers or the haters, because they are a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> I love it. I love the Raider Nation. I love doing this show. You guys make it happen. And that's what I got to say. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. <laughs>